Okay, good morning everyone. Boker Tov, help yourselves to some coffee, some donuts. The beginning of a wonderful, energized day. We are concluding the chapter, Perak Yud, chapter 10 of Mesilas Hashem, the Ramchar of Moshe Chaim Lutzato, has been reminding us the trajectory, the track, the formula of how to live our best lives, how to be our best selves. I want to thank Chani and Lenny Grunstein for sponsoring the 10 Minutes of Meaning series this year in memory of Chani's father, Mr. Aaron Tambor. Aaron ben Yitzchak. And the Ramchal reminded us that it's very, very difficult to achieve this level, to be able to rise to this, so, this mindfulness, this consciousness, to be so present in every decision and every action and every speech and every thought, to be able to live life to its fullest, to be able to be our best selves consistent, consistently and predictably. It's very, very difficult. Nikias, Nikayon, to be Naki, means not only to face or confront our demons, our appetites, the obstacles, and to triumph over them, it means to eliminate them altogether. It means not that I'm tempted, but I found the willpower to overcome, but rather that I eliminated the temptation altogether. And as we mentioned last time, Nikias, Nikayon to be Naki, does not mean throughout one's life from beginning to end in every area and every aspect. It can even be segregated. It means in this way, I'm still very much struggling with temptation. But in this other area of life, I have advanced so far, I'm no longer tempted. I no longer even struggle. I no longer even have the desire. For some people, that's in what they look at. Others, it's what they eat. Others, it's how they behave. For others, it's looking at their phone and davening. For others, it's reacting impetuously, impulsively. For others, it's flying off the handle and getting angry. But if we work on ourselves, if we practice, if we're present, if we're mindful, we're able to even not only endure and overcome, we're able to eliminate that which, pre that which previously had been, had been trapping us. And therefore he concludes this chapter, It's very, very difficult to acquire this level of living, so much so that we've eliminated that which is tempting us. A person's nature is to be weak. The default is not that we're strong. The default in our lives is not to do the right thing. The default is not to be disciplined or punctual. The default is the opposite. The default when we wake up is to be lazy and lethargic, to want to sleep in, to take the easy way out. The default in our lives is to give in to our natural instinct, to fly off the handle and get angry and to be jealous and so on and so forth. It's easy for a person to give in to the temptation and to permit ourselves to do those things that we rationalize. We have the most creative capacity when it comes to our own lives to justify our own behavior. We have this incredible ingenuity that we're able to advance arguments on our own behalf. When it comes to everyone around us, oh, we jump to see what they're doing is wrong. We come to indict the people around us. We question their motive and we question their behavior. And yet, when it comes to ourselves, we have this amazing ability to rationalize to tell ourselves rational lies. So a person who rises to this level, a level of nikias, of being naki, a level of being able to eliminate the urge, the obstacle, the appetite, to not even have to struggle with it altogether. Such a person has stood before a war and has won that battle. You know, we're at a time that the rest of the year, still, second week of January, the rest of the year are, are still dreaming at least that their wishes and resolutions are going to come true. And there's an industry that profits off of that. 
certainly the fitness industry and others, live off of the dreams and the delusions that people tell themselves every year, this time of year, that this year is going to be different. This is going to be the year. And I've shared many times the Piazetz Rebbe in his Tzav Viziras, his spiritual diary, writes that a reality doesn't come to be because we wish it so. I can't wish that tomorrow morning I wake up 20 pounds lighter. I can't wish that tomorrow morning I wake up with the ability to run an entire marathon. I can't wish that tomorrow I wake up and I'm celebrating my own Siyam Hashas. I wake up and I understand every word of davening. I wake up, I've achieved my professional, my personal goals. I wake up and I'm a calm, cool, collect. I never lose, I never get angry. Those are wishes, they're dreams, they're delusions. They're not rooted in reality. Says the Piazetzna, if we want to make meaningful change in our life, it can't be based on a wish, it has to be a resolution. We have to sit and thoughtfully identify our goals. What is it I want to achieve? What does my best day look like? What does my best life look like? When I fall asleep at night and I reflect back on my day, what does it, what does it include for me to be incredibly proud of that day? Making it to shul, finding time for learning, spending time with my family, achieving my professional goals, setting goals, and plotting a, a resolution and a path of how to do them. What is my best day? What is my best week? What does my best month or quarter look like? And do I ever stop and look back and reflect and measure and evaluate, did I achieve it? If not, why? What do I need to do differently in order to get there? This midah that the Ramchal describes, which requires a melchama chazaka, an incredibly difficult and hard, arduous war, it doesn't happen because we wake up one day, all of a sudden, and we say, wow, I'm living my best life. Who knew? It happens because we say, what are the components? What are the parts of my best life? And now what's my path to achieve them? What's my plan? How do I do it? How will I be mindful and present? What are the obstacles and impediments that are going to try to knock me off course and block me from getting to that finish line? And how do I get to a place where it's no longer a struggle and it's no longer a battle and it's no longer a war, but I've achieved a level of Nikias that simply it's part of my life, it's who I am. I've eliminated it altogether. I recorded a couple weeks ago, someone in our community asked me and several others to record suggestions for those who were embarking on the Daf Yomi for the first time. And I left out one important point, which I only fully appreciated afterwards, after making my own first siyum. And that is at first, when you take on the daf, 2,711 days in a row. That's an enormous number. That's, that will make Cal Ripken Jr. impressed. 2,711 days in a row, pages in a row. That's a really, really big commitment. It doesn't matter if you got the flu, you're on vacation, you have a business trip, you had a busy day. It doesn't matter what's going on in your life. 2,711 days in a row. And towards the beginning, you're looking up and it seems like it's an enormous mountain, hard to scale. You'll never get there. And there are days at the beginning that you say, you know, maybe this isn't for me. Maybe I'm not a dafyomi yid. Maybe I'll never get there. Maybe I'm not meant for this. But you hit a tipping point somewhere on that journey of 2,011 steps where all of a sudden, at least for me, and I think those who learn the daf will probably confirm for them, you hit a tipping point where the daf is no longer an if. It's just a question of when in your day you're going to do it. And the daf takes on the same role as Shachras Mincha Marav. Shachras Mincha Marav, you don't always daven your best davening. You don't always make it to a minion. But you know that you can't go to sleep without davening Shachras Mincha and Marav. They're simply non-negotiables in your day. So you don't always daven in a minion or the best minion. You don't always have your best davening. You don't always remember until you're in bed and undressed and ready to fall asleep that you hadn't yet davened Marav. But the attitude, the mentality is, I don't fall asleep without without fulfilling that obligation. And it takes on that same level. 
it starts as a struggle that requires zahirus and zrizus, and you get to a place with the daf, which is nikias, where you've eliminated the voice that says, maybe you're cut, not cut out for this. Maybe you'll never get to the finish line. Why even bothering to start? So it is possible. It is possible. We are capable of it in our life. And if we can compartmentalize and say, in this area of my life, I no longer struggle. For me, 60 days ago, I took a pledge, a promise to myself, and I check in with others to put my phone on airplane mode or not even bringing into davening. I found myself struggling. Uh, for some addictive reason, I kept looking, what am I missing? Who's trying to get me? What do I need to know? What emergency is happening? And it was an embarrassment. You're in a conversation with the King of Kings and you're interrupting it to see something which, for the most part, almost always you could have seen later. So I made a promise and I've kept it, Bli Ayin Hara, Bli Neder, for 60 plus days, to put my phone in airplane mode or leave it. At first it takes Zahiris and it takes Zerizis and then you hit a point of Nikias where you say, I, I, I do just fine. I don't need it. I don't think about it. It's just a ritual that I turn it off and I don't even bother. Chavra, we can do it. We've done it in areas of our life and we just have to identify what's the next area of my life that I want to change, that I want to improve, that I want to live my best self. And if we bring that mentality and attitude and a presence and a mindfulness, if we pursue it with alacrity and zrizus, we can get to that level of Nikias where it's no longer even a struggle, it's simply part of our daily routine. Have a great day.